Welcome back to Golf DMV, highlighting golf in D.C., Maryland, and Virginia. And not just D.C., Maryland, Virginia, but also beyond. I mean, we've covered Jamaica. We've covered Orlando, Las Vegas, all over the place. Mexico. Exactly, here on Golf DMV. Brought to you in part by Cache, Spine, and Sports. If you got back issues, go see Dr. Smith. Uh, right there in Silver Spring, the website is CacheSpineSports.com. I just want to spell that for everybody because, you know, you may not know how to spell it, right? Like that company, <laughs> Simply Safe. Yeah. They spell it simply with the with an I instead of a Y. So Cache Spine Sports is C-A-S-H-A-E-S-P-I-N-E-S-P-O-R-T-S.com. So I guess I'm going to say it's just spelled Cache and then Spine right, Sports. And sports. Right. Anyway, so yeah, check them out. Proud sponsor of the Golf DMV podcast. The official chiropractor, by the way, mm-hmm. of Golf DMV. If you go uh, check them out, let them know that you heard about it on the show. Right. You yeah. might get a free gift. You might. Yeah, I think that's. Yeah, but we'll say Mike at this point. <laughs> we'll say yeah. Mike yeah. at this point. Lots to talk about. Um, we've, so the guys are in Kapalua for the. This is the tournament that everyone who's won right in the previous year is invited to. Yes, although Since, some people tournament of champions. Exactly, yeah. Tiger's not playing. However, no yeah. Rory. Uh, no, no Rory. No Rory. Uh, no Brooks. No Brooks. Yeah, okay. nope. Come on now. But thank <laughs> And of course he's not going to play in this garbage tournament. We're going to talk about that a little bit uh, because at the time that we're recording the show, mm-hmm. uh, it hasn't finished yet. Right. right. Is uh, Xander Shoffley round. still in the lead? Uh, yes, he is. I'm watching it now, and I believe he still has a one-shot lead. Okay. He just, he just tapped in for, yes, he is still. He's at a minus, minus 11, and Thomas is at minus 10 through through 16. Oh, wow. Okay. Xander Shoffley, by the way, has had an, an exceptional year and a half or so. He, he did. He had a great 2018 into, into mm-hmm. 2019. So looking forward to big things from him in, in 2020. So we'll get to that a little bit. Um, for the most part, when we talk about that, we're going to be talking about Patrick Reed. And so, but we've, I also saw a great article about etiquette, uh, golf etiquette with uh, a junior when you bring a kid out to play with you, uh, which I got a, a chance to do a lot last year with uh, my son. We'll talk about that a little bit. Uh, LB on when and why you should buy new uh, irons. Uh, also, um, I think that I want to take lessons again, but then I changed my mind, and then but now I'm back to thinking I should do it. But we'll have more on that. Oh, okay. But I want to start with um, uh, with uh, New Year's uh, Eve, New Year's Day, how we all brought in the new year, because I don't think we talked about that, and we no, all think we, we talked about the Christmas gifts. Like, did we get any golf gifts? I'll just, I didn't get any golf gifts. Okay. Amazingly okay. enough. No one bought me. Yeah. Everyone asked, what did you want? I told them golf stuff. No, no one listened. Really? No. no one listened. Wow. That's pretty big. You told them golf stuff. Yes. Yeah. And they still didn't do it. Yeah. I got socks. Didn't ask for them. But did you, but did you get I got golf socks? T-shirts. So. Didn't ask for them. Okay. Yeah. But anyway. You were good. You were <laughs> Merry Christmas. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> LB. Um, I'll start with Christmas. I did get, uh, I got, uh, my wife actually listened to me and got me a package of six lessons from Brendan Horton at uh, nice. Only Golf Park. Very um, nice. And I happened to run into Brendan one day last week, I went to the range. One one of those days, it was really really nice out, mm-hmm. right? And uh, I was paying. I was just great walk out the door. He was coming in, and he he just looked at me and said, "Start smiling." <laughs> Money, exactly. Right, <laughs> ching back again. <laughs> he said, uh, "He said, I understand. I'm going to be seeing a lot of you coming up." I said, "Yeah, apparently nice. you will." Yeah. <laughs> so uh, I didn't know because I, I didn't ask my wife if she had bought a thirty minutes or an hour lessons. I didn't know. I didn't know. Which are they? So I asked Brendan. So since I was there, right. So he, so he did. She did give me the hours. Right? Okay. Said, wow. So six hours. Six hours worth of lessons. So nice. So I'm halfway through my because my my new year. I won't call it my resolution, but my 2020 goals mm-hmm. was to take a lesson every month. So I'm already. You've got the first I'm six ready to covered. Sit I'm good through <laughs> yeah. June at this That's point. True. Yeah. Yeah. So actually, I wanna I wanna see if I can get Brendan to say, hey man, how about you become a sponsorship or something, and you know I can get the other six lessons and we can chronicle your progress of teaching me how to become a better golfer. Have see, him, that's smart. Have him come on the show. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you no, go. Absolutely. The, yeah. The, see if we can Brendan, make that happen. What's his last name? Horton. Brendan Horton Chronicles. There you go. Yeah. 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 Something like yeah. that. Yeah. 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 So that's a, that's an angle I might hit him with. See see how that goes over. Okay. Um, but yeah. So that's the, as far as golf gifts. That's the only. Only one I got. Okay. But one of the things I meant to, and I didn't do this the last time, we talked about possible gifts for people, um, are really golf socks. So the Wentworth socks, I got a pair of those one year. Okay. And I'm sold on them. Really? So much so I go buy, I buy them now. I mean, that's how okay. good they are. Wentworth um, Yeah, Wentworth. <laughs> they got are a um, tree here that's making noise on the table. Yeah, they're, they're really, uh, they're, they're wool. Um, but they come in, you know, you know, footies or the two or up to your calves or whatever, right. you know, whatever right. length Full you want. Sock, yeah. But they are very, very. I mean, I wear them anytime now. I, I, if if I'm wearing t 
tennis shoes or well, I guess I call them tennis shoes. What do y'all call them now? They basketball shoes no, or running shoes. You, know what? you call them tennis shoes. Good, good, good take from the from the old guy. Good sponsor, Winchworth socks. Yeah. <laughs> It's like for, trading places. For your training shoes. <laughs> when you don't wear basketball shoes. <laughs> you're not wearing basketball shoes. No rap. <laughs> just, just randomly. Whitworth socks. That is yeah. a classic thing. Yeah, no, you're right. they're, yeah. they're very, extremely comfortable. But they, they are a good gift because they're not cheap. They're oh, like, oh. I mean, they're like 20, you know, 20 bucks a pair. Oh, okay. Um, 20 bucks a pair? Yeah my, yeah. Wife, yeah, my wife gets, so I don't get the Wentworth ones, but uh-huh. she used to get me uh, uh, Lululemon has similar oh, socks. Oh, yeah, no, okay. that's expensive. Like yeah. Socks. Uh-huh. Mm-hmm. And, like I used to have the problem with the old cheap uh, uh, other brands or whatever where mm-hmm. the elastic would fall down in right. your shoe and your phone exactly <laughs> she bought me like a couple of pairs of the Lululemons which are also expensive maybe uh-huh. you know, 15, 16 bucks a, a pair and mm-hmm. uh, yeah no falling down into yep. the shoe none of very that comfortable. very yeah. comfortable very yeah. comfortable breathe yeah so so it's worth okay. it it's, yeah. it's definitely worth it yeah, good yeah. sock on the course is good absolutely yeah. absolutely there you go yeah. uh, any other golf uh, that's all gifts no golf gifts for me just okay. some uh, my wife got me um Gift card to to B and H photo and video. So oh, so another but yeah. another hobby and, yeah, and indulge into yeah, another hobby to do more stuff. Okay. And, well, and that's okay. the thing. Like like we say golf because we all play golf. Mm-hmm. But if if a loved one has a hobby or something that they're into, right. just purchase them something with, with a hobby for yeah. that because okay. that's just as good. You know. Yeah, what I mean? yeah. So uh, New Year's Eve, my wife and my wife and I, we were um, at a wedding. Someone decided mm-hmm. to get married on New Year's Eve night and then throw a big party really? or reception. That's a good idea. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, so okay. And, 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 I mean, it can be. It can yeah. be. Yeah. And so it was interesting because um, the the wedding was at some church in Chevy Chase, and mm-hmm. then the reception was at the Chevy Chase Club. They had mm-hmm. a live band there, okay. and they were playing all kinds of great music. And uh, yeah, they said we'll have the wedding at seven, at the mm-hmm. end by eight. You know, okay. we'll have we food, drinks. And <laughs> right. I said, and I honestly, I did not think that we would stay there till midnight. I right. figured, okay, we'll start around eight thirty or so with the reception. To about mm-hmm. at ten, probably done around ten, ten thirty. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Man, before you, we were having such a good time and right. it was definitely like a like a straight up party right. and okay. I mean by the time we looked at the clock it was 11.15 and we were like well we uh, might as well exactly. stay and the next exactly. thing you know they're doing a counter we're like wait a minute it's already and it, but it was it was it was nuts we had a great time uh, and so congratulations to the bride and groom it was funny because I was talking to the father of the groom who mm-hmm. helped pay for a lot of the stuff and he was thinking you know surely it's New Year's Eve night right. a rack of people ain't gonna come right. so you know he said yeah. so, I mean he so as he's continuing to write checks for all these people who are unaccounted for people yeah, he's like nobody has anything to do New Year's Eve night that they're gonna come to this stupid wedding and so that was kind of funny bring this cost up exactly. exactly so that's what we did New Year's Eve that's cool that's good but that's I mean from a wedding perspective now you're wedding Wedding, your your anniversary now is a party every year, right? You know yeah. I mean? So, right. I, mean, I, I can kind of see that to yeah. some extent, unless you I, get, unless you get a divorce now, because now New Year's <laughs> Eve becomes becomes a hated day all of a sudden, or celebration, or celebration. <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's true. That's true. That's true. That's that's party true. extra. Hard. Yeah, uh, that's funny you say that. Uh, uh, Julius, who we took golfing earlier this year to uh-huh. Boomash, he had uh, he and my cousin Kita uh-huh. also had to attend a wedding. New Year's Eve. Now, the only reason we were poo-pooing it is because uh-huh. in, in the big family, we were doing like a big old thing. Right. And it was like, oh, oh we can't go. And theirs was at, now, they said they had a good time, but they did, I think, I think uh, your friends did theirs right. They did theirs mm-hmm. at five. Okay. So they kind of oh, did it at a time okay. where it's like, well, I mm-hmm. guess we're going to finish and then get home and then have like an hour right, yeah, or right. two hours before the New Year's. So they didn't stay for the New Year's. My man was like, okay. no, nah, I, I tipped out. Okay. But if you're going to do it on New Year's Eve, I will say it. Do it yeah, like yeah, seven yeah, or eight. Exactly. Make it the make whole it, thing. Exactly. And, and, and I feel yeah. they did it right, too, because, you know, like I said, open bar. It wasn't no catch, but open bar. They also had like champagne okay. and wine and okay. and food mm-hmm. and music. And also, so they, it's like, if you're going to come to the reception, it's New Year's Eve night. We're going. It's going to be a party. You're not going to pay for anything. Just have fun. And right. so, and it, and it was, and it was cool. That's very good. Yeah, yeah. Well, we ended up going to, uh, <laughs> we ended up going to the Chateau oh, yeah. remix. I knew it. I was going to say. <laughs> <laughs> so it was a couple of things happened for those who don't yeah. know. Where is it? Where is the Chateau remix? <laughs> it's on, it's on Benning Road, mm-hmm. uh, close to Minnesota Benning Road and Minnesota Avenue. It's yeah. it's in the hood. I mean, yeah. it's in the hood. Yeah, is what it is. Um, so a, a little bit out of my element. <laughs> Ain't been there in a while. <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> yeah. Uh, but it was, it was, it was a lot of fun. It was cheap. That was one thing. One of the reasons I went, went ahead to go go. Uh, Prop utensils was the band that played. Right. Um, 
And I knew what kind of, and it was knew it would be an older crowd, which was fine. I'm, you know, fit. I fit right in with them. Right. Um, <laughs> <laughs> well, the funny part was, so the day, be, two days before, we went down there to get the tickets because I was afraid it might sell out, and I want to get the cheaper tickets too before they, you know, at door price is always higher. Right. So I take my, I had my grandson with me who's four, he's fifteen. Okay. So he and Brenda and I, we walk in the door to sort of get the tickets. A lady comes and sees Kyle, totally. Totally don't pay any attention to me or Brenda. Okay. And goes to Kyle and says, mm, how are you doing, young man? Whoa. <laughs> yes. Yes. <laughs> so, granddad, I mean, what did you yes. think? You were like. Well, I was like, that's my grandson. <laughs> but on the other hand, I'm like, lady, he's 15. Yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? And she was every bit of 50. Hey, it's oh, desperate yes. times out here, yes. man. I mean. She was cool. saying good man is hard to find. You go younger and younger before cougar the world hard. corrupts them, I guess. <laughs> it's what she's trying to do. <laughs> so, she was trying to holler my grandson. She kept talking to him. And, and, and I'm like, I said, well, we just hit to get tickets for the thing. She's like, uh-huh, okay, whatever. Yeah. And she <laughs> turned right back to Kyle, asking Kyle, so where are you? Where you go to school? We asked him all these questions and stuff. Oh, and man. we had taken Kyle to a comedy show, which we probably shouldn't have, right. but we told him that, okay, tonight you're 21, right. you go to Morgan State, and you're on, you're on winter break. That's your story for the night. <laughs> right. What a great granddad. Wow, great grandparents. Yeah. I love it. Go ahead. <laughs> oh, man. So, so when she's asking Remind questions. me never to let Manny go to it. <laughs> yeah, hang yeah, out with him. Yeah, yeah, the yeah, the books book don't watch right. the man. <laughs> yeah, we can't watching this. <laughs> so, so when she's asking him questions, he's spewing back the same line that right. he goes to Morgan State. Uh, he's on summer break. Oh, oh, oh. <laughs> so you had to be proud. You had to be like, oh man, that's my man. So right she's really into it now. Yeah. So she, she after she finished talking, they leave. Uh-huh. She leaves and she comes back again with the New Year's Eve flyer. Okay. And it hands it to Kyle. She doesn't give it to me. She doesn't give it to Brenda. She hands it to Kyle. After so you already purchased the tickets. I'm purchasing tickets. Tickets. I'm at the window over here purchasing tickets. She oh hands it to Kyle. So you should you should come back through on New Year's Eve. <laughs> fifty years old, huh? Yeah, man. Selection's getting thin now. Yeah, yeah. exactly. <laughs> get him early. Get him early. Get him early. Maybe her retirement plan. Yeah. yeah. I mean, yeah. you know, once he's old enough, he's making some good money. She can then retire and then all that jazz. Oh, man. Uh, but yeah, so it was a good time. All in all, it was a very good time. Okay. Uh, got to see some. Sites that I would have normally got to see, you know, stuff like that. We'll talk about that off air. Yep. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's cold for anybody who knows it. Right. <laughs> we'll yeah. talk about that. Yeah. So but it was a good time. Good time. Yeah. It was a good way to bring in the new year. There you sure. go. Sure. Uh, we just kicked it at the house, man. We nice. did. What, we did what people with two kids do. We just uh, had uh, <laughs> had my sister and and, uh, and Glenn come over, come to the house, and uh, nieces and nephews ran around, and we drank. And oh, I will say this: credit credit to my sister uh, for being the. The excellent bartender. And, 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 and listen, uh-huh. because when, when she came over, like we, we, I was tired. My mom was tired. It was, it was a drag. It was okay. kind of down. Everybody was just kind of sitting around. Uh-huh. And I was joking that like they kind of came late, like maybe like 10, 11 o'clock. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, listen, we're going to make them just a go plate and just give it to them in the car and they can turn around and go home. <laughs> and she came in there. <laughs> she came into the house and like not an hour later, uh-huh. we're all like, I'm like making spaghetti bolognese. <laughs> Keisha's just sitting on the couch looking, looking done. Everyone is lit. Kids are running around. So it turned, she turned uh-huh. it up. She turned it into a party. So it was a good nice. little family celebration at the house. Nice. That's the way to do it. By the way, yeah, if we didn't have this wedding goes, the exact same thing would have been doing. Just sitting around the house. Uh, uh, so yeah, good, good. Well, glad everybody brought that in. Um, we've got one almost outstanding issue that we've been talking about for a couple weeks, but we never mm-hmm. mentioned it on the show. Mm-hmm. A few weeks ago, LB sends a picture of him Uh-oh. of some new golf pants that he buys. <laughs> And then he makes a comment about them being too tight. I say, oh, these are claw tight or something right. like that. Yeah, yeah, that's what he said. No, now I do wear. I will admit, I do wear my pants a little snug. Uh-huh. You know what I mean? Yeah. I get it. Uh, is the, the arbiter in here? I will say his pants fit. Right, his exactly. They fit. They fit. They're not too big. They fit. They fit. Now, LB, you purchased these pants. Uh-huh. Now, so here's the, but here, people got to understand the evolution of. LB's golf uh, uh, fashion right here. Yeah, or, lack, or lack thereof. <laughs> right. <laughs> I think he's at the height of his golf fashion. 100%. At this, at this moment in time. <laughs> yes. Um, because he, this year, I think for the first time, have wore actual golf pants. Like pants that... Are well, golf pants, right? No, that's not true. Okay. That's not true. Okay. That's not true. Sure that is not true. Dickies and Wolverine boots. <laughs> straight from the construction site. <laughs> well, like khakis or slacks, kind of yeah, like, right? Yeah, you know what I mean? Anyway, but not like the athletic... 
gear. Yeah. So the the slacks, the normal slacks that I wear, mm-hmm. the blue ones, I got a pair of blue, brown, and black. Right. Mm-hmm. They are all golf slacks. They are just not tight fitting. They look like <laughs> they look like regular people pants. Right. <laughs> right. 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 But I think with closet, it's not like the dry fit fabric or material. It's like right. regular right. linen or wool or whatever it is. Yeah. For yeah, the most something part, something to keep yeah. the heat in in the summer. Yeah. Well, <laughs> <laughs> that's an old man joke. I take it. Okay. Something to keep right, the heat in. Right. That's where we're going with this. No. But, but, <laughs> and, and it, but it but it came full circle because um LB, so he he's trying these different things and he's got these golf pants on yeah. and I'm loving it I'm yeah. like oh my man's got the you know and so we've talked about it a little bit yeah. and then the last time we played at Blue Mash uh-huh. I'm like oh man I like those pants there's some uh-huh. blue ones and right. he's like yeah cause, you, you know, gave them to I, me because yeah. right, yeah. for me they fit they were a little they, they fit me bigger than what I wanted right, right. they were a little bit too loose for claw yeah. but yes. perfect for me yeah <laughs> and they like, did they were good looking pants even right. the ones he got in the text like they got uh-huh. a little plaid pattern to them let's talk about those pants so you ordered those yeah so I get this everybody. I'm sure all you do too as well I get all these ads from all these different companies for golf stuff you know golf stuff this that so I believe this was golf e-tail or something like that Um, so I see the ad it's for a pair of Adidas pants they're different patterns that I don't have right I'm like oh they look pretty nice so I checked they got my size I click you know click 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 buy done Mm -hmm. Um, I didn't think too much of them then I got them and I take them out the package. That's when I noticed that they were "quote unquote" tapered. Yeah, is what, is what they called it. Straight down the leg, right? Straight leg. Yeah, pretty right. much. Yeah, pretty and pretty tight at the ankle. I mean, pretty, pretty tight at the ankle. Um, so I put them on just for for giggles. <laughs> Clean for ready. I love it. Yeah. Um, and took some pictures just just so I can say, I'd say okay, I'm coming into the, the 2020 with these tight fitting pants now. Um, but I. I was thinking about this the other day because I was watching some old vintage footage of Tiger. Right. Remember Tiger when oh he, was, he was with the baggy the shirt? Oh my god! Yeah, oh, the one in the wind. Like like Remember had pleats in his pants? Pleats, exactly. Skinny as me. There ain't no pleats. So even he's now wearing the tight, the, the quasi tight mm-hmm. pants too. Right. So pants I mean, that yeah. fit, they just fit. Yeah, but you know, I, I thought <laughs> even more about this. So back in, the, in again, back in the eighties, mm-hmm. um, in my younger days, we wore stuff like that because we was retro. Everything was retro, right? So we was going into the, the thrift shops and buying older style clothes and wearing that stuff. That's what we wore in college. That's what was mm-hmm. cool. It was the style. Right. It was the style to go back and dress like he was in the fifties, right, or whatever. Okay. So my dad had a bunch of those kinds of slacks that were. What they call them pencil, I think they call pencil legs or something. Right. They they, they taper towards the end. Exactly. To the bottom. They're very straight leg, but very tight at the almost like the pants that I just bought for his golf. <laughs> right. It's the kind of pants we wore for fashion okay. back in it. So this in the fit 80s. isn't unfamiliar to you. It's right. not unfamiliar okay. to me. It's just forty years old. Right. <laughs> <laughs> A little bit behind. So yeah, so I ha- I'm going to wear the pants. Uh, nice. The, like how I do say, they feel? How do they? F- I mean, I've only I've only well, I put them on just to take those pictures, so I really right. can't say how. Okay. But they the pockets were deep. The one thing I hate about pants is they don't have a sh- they have shallow pockets. Yeah, right. Stuff falling that, out. Right. That yeah. gets to my nerves. But these seem to have deep pockets, so that part is good. Okay. They weren't too snug around the man areas. Right. Right. So I right. Had, you have space to move around Athletic, in the area. Kind of they stretch a little bit. They move. Yeah. With, yeah. Yeah, right. they, yeah. That whatever that material is, yeah, it does seem to move. Yeah. So I would have worn that one day, but I couldn't find them because somebody. Had Watched them oh. and then they got all wrinkled. So <laughs> I wasn't going to iron no pants to go play golf. I don't, I don't do that. But they were too wrinkled to come out the to house. Out the you house. know what I mean? Oh, they yeah. were too. So I, they have to be rewashed and somebody got to eat the iron or, or so something. Or the, the clawed baggy pants. The clawed baggy <laughs> hand me down pants. Yeah. Oh, so, wow. So, okay. So, they are, I mean, that's what they, he gave them to me. He didn't yeah. like them. So oh, okay. and the gray pair that I have, that came from somebody. Whose was those? Was those yours? Gray? gray. I have a gray pair of Nike pants that one of y'all gave me. Oh, yeah, I did. You, you like uh, like yeah. a dark gray. I mean, they're darker than that chair. Yes, a little bit darker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. So those they I got like the cuffs at the bottom. I think. Well, no, the no cuffs. They don't cuff at the bottom. No, okay. but I actually had to get them altered because they were too long. Oh, okay, I didn't yeah, like yeah. them. You know, I don't like that bunched up thing on my ankle, so oh, I had yeah, to go the get bottom. them altered. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Right. Okay. That's good. <laughs> Not too much bagginess. Yeah. Pretty good. But my other pants, though, are actually they're Isaiah pants. I mean, they mm-hmm. from the Isaiah Golf Collection, whatever that whatever that means. Right. Um, <laughs> but I like them because they're comfortable. I wear them to work sometimes. You know, sure, they yeah. just you know like they're really comfortable pants. So there we yeah. go. There wait we go. till I can't right. wait to see what twenty twenty one holds for LB as I, far as his golf fashion. <laughs> <laughs> this is going to be the village is out. My, yeah, yeah. My objective is to get him into an ascot <laughs> on the golf course and a tie around sweater. <laughs> yeah. Right. <laughs> 
Bring me another vodka and cranberry. <laughs> With my Wentworth socks. <laughs> exactly. There you go. Nice. LB, the man, the man. Um, uh, so I saw this article um, on Golf Digest about uh, tips for taking uh, juniors out. And um, it's interesting because a lot of the stuff that they said to do, I do already. So mm-hmm. this past year in 2019, um, was a really good year for me to get Manny out, which I right. didn't think would happen this soon. You know, with him, mm-hmm. uh, for the most part, most of last year, he was six, turned seven in November, but we played a lot at Paint Branch and at Gunpowder. Right. Um, just nine hole rounds and just a couple of things that they had talked about that, uh, if you're looking to play golf with a junior in the next couple, uh, in the next year, uh, the next couple of uh, months or so, uh, a few things to do. Number one, they said call to make sure that the course will allow you to take that kid out. Because some oh, courses, I mean, if they're 12 right, or 13 right. or 14, it's fine. Right. But if they're 7 or 8, they may not let them go out. Okay. You know? yeah. right. And I did call ahead yeah. to a couple of courses. And, like, Paint Branch will let you do it, obviously. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, Sligo will let you do it. Even Lay Hill. Like, there are, a lot of places will let you do right. it. But right. then there are right. some who are like, oh, they're a little too young. Yeah, lower, yeah. lower traffic better, probably. Exactly. With the public courses, I can see them doing it more than, like, like Blue Mash and Whiskey Creek would probably be like, mm, nah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. nah. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, also, they said, make sure that uh, when you do try to book that time and you say, I'm bringing a junior Mm -hmm. is there any like spots in the t-sheet that's kind of open right so that way if there's a lull in the action that's you know you're not kind of holding people because even sometimes if you move fast if someone sees an eight-year-old on the fairway they're like oh goodness here we go you you know what i mean right they don't even want to wait to see how fast you're playing or whether you even let them you know swing to the hole right uh they Mm. just it just it kind of brings morale down and they're gonna be waiting all day yeah uh so maybe look for a lull in action they also talk about keeping it short how okay yeah play nine holes don't try to do 18 um but even if you do don't have them tee off from the tee box. You know, put, set, in the fairway. put them in the fairway about right, 100 right. yards out from the green or 120 from the green mm-hmm. and then let them hit depending on their on it. What I would do with Manny is I would hit from the tee box and then I would let him hit. We'd go pick up his ball and we'd go to where my ball is. Okay, and he'd right. hit from there, then we'd pick his ball up. Or sometimes I would do just that. I'd go 100 yards out and let, and let, let him tee from there. Okay. Exactly. So keep it short. You don't have to. And by the way, mm-hmm. a lot of times these kids get to play for free. And I've even had a situation where, of course, let me play for free because I brought him out there. Like, hey, why don't you guys just go ahead and, and have mm-hmm. a good time. Oh, look at that. Um, because I told them we probably won't even play the entire nine holes. We right. might just get four or five, and depending on how, on how he does. Right. Yeah. And I said, you know what? Don't worry about it. Just go ahead, go ahead and go out. And so that was kind of fun. I like that. That must yeah. have been gunpowder. Uh, yes. <laughs> yeah. oh, okay. How did I know? Um, and, and another thing they said is put your own game aside. Stop trying. Don't try to play to beat your best score. And you've got a junior with right. you. Like, let this be point. about yes. them, not necessarily about right, you, which right. does make sense. Cause I can tell you now, yeah. You know, it's hard to focus when, right. when I, on my game, what I'm trying to do when Manny's you out there. watch him too. Make exactly. Sure you're chasing squirrels or something like that. Exactly. Yeah. I got to yeah. sit out there and say, hey, stay right here while I hit the shot. Stay right uh, here. Don't move. You know, right. and you do that, but it's hard to do that, you know, over the whole, yeah, yeah exactly. over the whole course of the rest. So on the first hole, it's a Hallmark card with Claude and, uh. and you know, Manny out there on the card. And, but if he starts playing well, come hole nine, he's looking like Sergio. Right. Sit down in the cart. Right. <laughs> I want to play, Daddy. No. It's not your turn. Daddy shooting 36. Yeah. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> <laughs> and so, um, yeah, and so I uh, said, so put your game aside, uh, you know, which, which, which does uh, make sense. They also said, talk, try to find some, um, like, little games um, mm-hmm. to play with them, you mm-hmm. know, like, different, like, and stuff that we do, actually, like, closer to the hole on yeah, certain okay, things. Yeah, and okay. Who can make the putt first yeah, and stuff like that. Stuff like that. Exactly. Right, right. Yep. They also said, you know, uh, maybe try to do it like a scramble. You okay, know, we'll like play. Start, and don't don't start betting early either, though. Right. <laughs> How much Manny. money you got in your pocket? Yeah. <laughs> dollar you gonna make this? Do- yeah, yeah. Those are the chores, chores, and everything else. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that that was <laughs> right. If you make this putt, yeah, yeah you won't have to take the trash you out. You take the trash out. That's right. <laughs> exactly. So I thought that that was some really good tips about bringing kids out because I know for me when I was thinking about bringing them out, it's like, oh well. Man, it, I don't know how he's going to be able to focus or mm-hmm. how long things going to take. And it's like, hey, you know what? Just make the game simpler for him. Yeah. Move closer up. And then right. even on holes where we didn't hit from the, the tee box, mm-hmm. you know, I just whipped out a wedge from 100 yards out, make him put up, you know, yeah, tee yeah. it up with his driver. Okay. Manny, by the way, we went to, um, and I put this on my Instagram, we, he, we went to, uh, Golf Galaxy in Columbia because he, oh, yeah. he wanted, it was just some day random. I think it was mm-hmm. the day after Christmas. Yeah, it's like, yeah, to hit mm-hmm. the simulator, he's like, right? hey, I want to go hit the simulator. Can we go? Mm-hmm. I was like, yep, we was out. And so anyway, um, <laughs> he knows the way to your heart. Doesn't we Set him up, and he's got his driver out, and he's hitting it one twenty, mm-hmm. like one twenty straight. Wow. And yeah, I was like, uh, I, was, out, Dad. I was, so what I was, I know because I'm only going one thirty five straight, <laughs> kind of straight. Because so, I'm trying to get him in the mindset now uh-huh. that unlike last year. 
you know, try to prepare for drive, chip, and putt. Right, you right, know, because right. last year, just the week oh, before, yeah, all of a sudden yeah. he wants to chip and putt. It's like, right, no, no, right. no, you got to, you know, prepare for it. So he seems to be down with it. So okay. that's uh, golf etiquette one on one when you're playing with um, uh, uh, with juniors. We got um, a couple things to, to hit uh, on the other end of the break. Uh, these golf, the, uh, the why you should and when you should buy some new irons, and also some Patrick Reed drama. Because what's a golf show without talking about Patrick Reed drama? <laughs> but before we do that, I want to talk about. Uh, so, so I'm cleaning out my office, and I find. Uh, uh, a few things from uh, yesteryear okay. when I was new to the game and golf just meant everything. I wanted to buy every single thing that I could find to try to improve my game because I felt like I, li- I felt like seventies were in, in, in there. The sports, in the sports aisle of Barnes and Noble, just <laughs> clearing right. out the golf. I, exactly. I did the same thing, clearing out the golf section. Because you know when we start, we all think seventies is just around mm-hmm. the corner. Oh, exactly. If I could just get one right. thing right in my game, I would right. hit seventy. So I've got this golf magazine, How to Hit Every Shot: The Ultimate Guide to Shot Making and Scoring, mm-hmm. uh, which by? looks like I read it. Yeah, it's uh, beat up. That's for sure. Yeah, what, what's the date on that? Uh, I'm looking now. It is because <laughs> based on that title, they shouldn't have printed anything else. <laughs> right. <laughs> That's it. It says, "Oh wow!" It says display until October 11th, 2013. Okay. Wow. Wow. Yeah. I bought that seven years yeah. ago, and I know I yeah. know I bought this way later than like earlier than the that. Par plan. Golf magazines. The par plan. A revolutionary system to shoot your best score <laughs> in 30 days. Uh, wow. Powered by Golf Tech. I've been playing way longer than 30 days, and I have not uh, shot par or have really haven't really improved in the last seven years. So anyway, the point point is I get these books, and I'm like, oh, man, you know, and it's it's crazy because I find them right here in January where I'm thinking golf goals, and I'm thinking fresh year. I'm thinking lessons. I'm doing that. So now Mm -hmm. I'm looking, and I'm like, I'm going to read this book again. Okay. And I'm going to, because I didn't really, I, I didn't finish this Yeah, it's pretty fresh. Look pretty crisp. So I'm like, I'm going to go through Golf Magazine's The Par Plan again, <laughs> powered by Golf Tech. So I'm reading the 30-day plan, right. and then I start thinking, you know what? I was taking those golf tech lessons you with were. John Ross. Mm-hmm. Let me call John up again. Then, uh, so I emailed John uh, Ross. Hadn't heard back from me. So I was like, this guy's not serious. And so anyway, <laughs> uh, then I, I, I had Needwood up because I got the simulator to see what the lessons are going to be like. So this guy, mm-hmm. Dustin, who instructs that he's going to give me a call back, maybe try to set something up in the next uh-huh. few weeks. Okay. So I'm thinking, I'm going to get back. So then I'm driving uh, around and I'm thinking, <laughs> you know what? I bet if I just practice more, more I don't really need these instructions. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> if I just go yeah, back right. to playing golf more, I'll right. be better. Yeah, and yes. it's like, have I ever <laughs> made myself better at this game? The answer is no. 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 So no, why yeah, am no. I even toying in my mind about not that taking... you can do it yourself. Exactly. Right. It's, it's like, time. Yeah. It's <laughs> time. It'll be different. Trying it on my own has led me nowhere but frustration. <laughs> yeah. I've talked about how much I appreciated the lessons with Paul Wilson mm-hmm. and how I saw improvements in my game from yep. taking instruction. Immediately. And yet here I am, not even a year later, trying to convince myself I don't need anybody's help. I got right. it. I got it. I know all things that are. And I've never shot in the low 80s, but I think I've got this. Right. Well, I mean, you've got the magazine. How to hit, how to hit every golf shot. That guy just got to do it. That right. book should be worth millions. I should be able to just read this and do it. Yeah. And so, I, so I wanted to get a quick golf, and anyone can email us, golfdmvpodcast at gmail.com. But an informal poll, LB, should I take lessons? Yeah. <laughs> yes, I'm taking one this Friday. Mm-hmm. Right, okay. I'm going to go see Ryan Cheney at, uh, okay. at at Blue Match. Blue Match. See how okay. that goes. Ryan right. Cheney, by the way, hit us up on Instagram. He did. Yeah, he yeah. he asked, he responded to Manny's video. Yeah, at, at, yeah, at, yeah about the golf tech stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. I like his post. Yeah. I like his, his methodology. So we're okay. going to see how it works out. See if he can help me out. Nice. Right. Good. 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 Yeah. Okay. Cool. So we'll come back on the other side of this. But I guess I'll take lessons. There man. you go. Yeah, just take three lessons. for three. Yeah. But you know what? I feel like this whole lessons thing. This can this get this can create a really fun kind of competitive thing even within oh, the group yeah, yeah, where everybody's yeah. trying to take lessons to try to improve and mm-hmm. see whose lessons is helping the most well, yeah. that's, that's actually good because yeah. so, yeah. someone said um, uh, I don't want to be it might have been LB uh-huh. who was taking lessons with Brendan uh-huh. somebody said yeah. I don't want to be the best golf I just want to be better than the people I play yeah, I with be, I just want to <laughs> be the better friends. people play with <laughs> okay so we're going to see how that works out we've got more stuff coming up Patrick Reed drama and also when and why you should buy new irons it's coming up next on our Golf DMV Hey, folks, this is LB from Golf DMV. As many of you know, I've had neck and lower back issues for a while, but I found a chiropractor who's been able to keep me in the game. Her name is Dr. Smith at Cache Sport and Spine. She's conveniently located in Silver Spring, Maryland, just outside the Beltway. Dr. Smith has made a huge difference in my flexibility and pain management. If you need a chiropractor, do yourself a favor and contact Dr. Smith and her staff at 301-641-5693 or online at CacheSportSpine.com the official chiropractor of Golf DMV.
Welcome back to Golf DMV, highlighting golf, D.C., Maryland, Virginia, all over the place. Brought to you in part by Cache Spine and Sports. If you've got back problems, go see Dr. Smith. It Not is- just back problems, mm-hmm. but just any type of chiropractic need. Right. right. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. Go to Cache Spine and Sports. Right in Silver Spring, Maryland, CacheSpineSports.com uh, is the website. Cache, by the way, spelled C-A-S-H-A-E. SpineSports.com. There you go. There you mm-hmm. go. Uh, the official chiropractor of Golf DMV. Golf DMV. That's right. Uh, so we've got a lot to cover here in this uh, next segment here of Golf DMV. Uh, we're going to talk Patrick Reed. I want to do that last because that can okay. go on for a long time. <laughs> yeah. And it's funny because, um, you know, we've talked about golfers on the tour that we don't like. And by we, I mean, LB has talked about golfers on the tour he doesn't like. Right. Vern doesn't really have a problem with anybody for the most part, I don't think. Uh, no, Reed is annoying, though. Besides Reed. Yeah, besides And same Reed. thing with me. Like, I don't have a problem with anybody else on tour. No, yeah. no, neither one of y'all likes Sergio. Come on now. Don't act like um, y'all like him all of a sudden. I you're right. Yeah, I don't yeah, like Sergio. Yeah, yeah. Well, I'll put it this way. I didn't mind Sergio, but until, it's, until last year, all his okay. recent just kind of childish behavior. So yeah, there's somebody in every sport that you just don't like. So yeah. I mean, this is what it is. Yeah, you know, I wasn't a big Michael Jordan fan when he was playing. Man, I'm not surprised. Really? He's the. I mean, he's, mm. to me, he's greatest. Yeah. But yeah, I mean, I just wasn't a fan. Yeah, just like yeah. No. I wasn't a Kobe fan. I like Kobe more now that he's not in the league. Than I did That's when he how I was felt about in the MJ. League. I like MJ a lot yeah. now. Yeah. yeah, really? Yeah. Yeah, I had this weird thing with Kobe where this is going to sound bad, but I didn't like him until after Colorado. <laughs> <laughs> now, you make it no, out what, no, no, what you will. No, yeah, I mean, I, I kind of, I'm kind of with you on that because yeah. that showed him as a real, oh. kind of like a real dude. Oh, you yeah, know what I mean? He had to deal with some stuff. Right. Yeah, exactly. But you know what? Uh-huh. But he changed his personality after Colorado, he too. He became oh, yeah. a better teammate. He, he was bratty. much more, he wasn't as bratty. He was humble. And he said, and if I'm not mistaken, there was an interview around that. was, I love my wife so much <laughs> yeah, right. like 24 carat rings and, like obnoxious right. ring. oh my god right. he bought her this crazy ring, ring. Yeah. and then and then he was saying how <laughs> it touched him how his teammates kind of stood beside him when mm-hmm. he went through that right. because uh. he was a jerk to everybody before then you he know was. what I mean right, right. and he was like you know what maybe there is something to be in a good teammate and, and having people around you so when you end these tough times right. tough I use that term lightly yeah, no, self induced yeah. tough, yeah, tough yeah, time yeah, yeah. you have people who are around you support you exactly so anyway, we'll get to Patrick Reed a little bit later, but LB's got this article on when and why you should buy new irons, which is great because we have a gentleman at the table who buys new irons all the time, uh, right, every so, year. <laughs> well, he used to buy them every year. I don't yeah. know if you're going to get back to them. Uh, well, I mean, we'll listen, like, I don't know if the irons I have last year are <laughs> legal or field playable. <laughs> I'll check into that and we'll see what happens this year. Yeah. All right. So <clears> the article uh, comes from us on um, swingbyswing.com. Uh, Mr. Josh Kelly. By the way, if you subscribe to anything Swing by Swing, they will annoy you with emails. Yes, they will. Yeah. You oh, will get goodness. one every day. I have, mm-hmm. a, I have a special email address I use for stuff it's like this. <laughs> and this goes to that email right. account because I don't want it in my regular every day. No, I don't want to see not. this every day. Right. So I, I send it to Hank Haney will do one. the same thing. <laughs> really? Oh, gosh. I get emails really? from Hank every morning. Oh, wow. Well, anyway, okay. maybe that's why they kicked him on the radio. <laughs> yeah, just trying to talk to him. Yeah, yeah. Him and that, that LPG, LPGA. Uh-huh. Um, so the article is titled "When and Why You Should Buy New Irons," and I'm not going to read it per se, but it really talks about you know irons really do last a long time. Mm-hmm. Yes, they do last more than a few seasons, Vern. Oh. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, the face gets a little dirty. And- Right, get some know. new ones. Yeah, yeah, you just wipe them off. I yeah. mean, yeah, you take a little brush to them, you clean them up, and they're good as new. No, they do. Um, put grips on them, you keep going. Um, so what he was basically talks about how uh, a lot of people, you know, what say, well, I need to change my arm because I think I can save some strokes here and there. Yeah. And the chance of you actually doing that is slim to none. 100%. Um, okay. <laughs> <laughs> I can confirm. The one thing he does talk about is, in this article, and it's very, it's a very short article if you want to go to uh, the website and, and check it out. Um, the biggest thing he talks about, if you're going to buy irons and your game is, and I put in air quotes, okay. Right. Um, where you, you're not slicing and hooking and all. Like a mid handicap. Right, right, right. Then you should get your irons fitted. Agreed. Mm-hmm. And that goes with actually all your clubs, even your putter. And I'm going to, um, that's something I'm going to try and do this summer is actually, cause I've never had a, a putter fitting right have you ever got yeah. fitted for irons yes okay mm-hmm. i've never been yeah. fitted for anything and i told claude in a, mm-hmm. in a text the other day i think you two mm-hmm. were this year yeah i'm gonna do the back mm-hmm. i'm gonna do the oh yeah. nice yeah i'm gonna do the back driver yeah, you got to you got driver to. on down when i mm-hmm. you know we can come back to this but we talked about that article mm-hmm. in golf digest which surprised me where mm-hmm. pros play with shorter driver shafts so yeah yeah, yeah. but yeah, yeah. go ahead yeah because so. you get more control mm-hmm. um so yeah uh so that was his biggest thing was make sure if you're going to buy new irons don't just go buy it off the rack 
You know what I mean? Yeah. Go go somewhere to your local pro. Go to your, even um, Golf Galaxy. Those kind of places. You can get fitted at those stores as well by by the pro. I put that in the air quotes at Golf Galaxy. <laughs> <laughs> at the Golf Pro Golf Galaxy. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I shouldn't say that. I mean, they are, they, they, they are legitimate they do, no, they do have some yeah. pros who, who are there who do, do lessons and will fit you. Like, right, don't right. take any from Travis at the counter. At the, at the yeah. Yeah, yeah, right. yeah, no. Right. no. Yeah, Just exactly. go to the Go to go to the talk to the guy in the back who really has his, his uh, diploma up on the wall right. that says he's a PGA professional. Exactly. Right. Talk to that guy. Um, but yeah, so you should get a fit. I've, I have I got fit early in my golf career. Um, <laughs> career. That's funny. Yeah. <laughs> but you know what I do wonder is there such thing as getting fitted too early? Like should you, you take lessons? Right. Yeah, should you right, should you take lessons first and get to a certain proficiency at the game and then get fitted? Or well, should you get fitted right off the, the I break? think so. Because Glenn mm-hmm. asked me this. Mm-hmm. I, I mean, to interrupt you. I'm, mm-hmm. I'll just, I, I told him, I was like, bro, just, yeah, if you're an absolute beginner, I think get to a place where you can consistently hit the ball, hit the ball mm-hmm. and make basic golf moves and stuff like that, and then go get fitted. And it don't take a long time. Right. It should mm-hmm. only take maybe a, maybe a half a season a season. Mm-hmm. Right. And then you can go get fitted. But yeah. 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 If you're going to spend any money yes. for, your, for your equipment, get it fitted. Okay. Because um, I found out even when I, when I got fitted, this, I'm talking, it's like, oh, Oh nine, maybe or something like okay. that. Okay. Um, you know, there were different. My, I think my shafts were like a half an inch short or something like that. That they fitted um, you to. That they fitted me to. Okay. Changed my grip size. Mm. Um, and even the line angle on some of my clubs. And I had a set of clubs, but he he tweaked my clubs to fit my swing. To fit your swing. So oh. yeah. yeah, I had a half hour yeah. lesson last year from a gentleman named Brandon at Nighthawk. Who, by the way, is a good mm-hmm. is a good instructor mm-hmm. and a master club fitter. So if you want to go see him, if you're in Crofton, go check him out. He, um, mine was a lesson, but mm-hmm. his club fitting came in and he told me, he was like, man, you have like longer than average arms. Right. Mm-hmm. You should consider maybe a different lie angle, you know, try mm-hmm. some things out. And that was the first time I'd heard that. And it mm-hmm. actually does your, your body shape, whatever your anatomy is, will affect your swing. Exactly. Nice. Exactly. It's the same way I got my driver fitted. The same <laughs> driver I'm using now that's, I don't know, seven years old now, I guess. Right. Um, that was, that was seven as well. years old. It's been Brenda? a while. It's, wow. it's been quite a. It's been yeah, because the G. It's a, I have a G fifteen, I mm-hmm. believe it is. Oh wow! And up to what the forty now, <laughs> something right. yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. So yeah, ping, ping, right? yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So yeah, it's been it's been quite a few seasons. Um, and I, I and that that's another conversation he and I will have when I do take my lessons with him. Is it time? Is mm-hmm. it time? Do I need new technology? Is I mean, has it changed enough? Right. Is my, has my swing <laughs> matured enough that it's time to, to change or, or not? I don't know. Well, did this article mention like when you should look for new irons? No, just no, not not particularly when. It's just that when you when you decide that you're going to make that purchase, mm-hmm. don't just. But it's like buying a suit. You don't just go buying off the rack. You might buy. You might get off the rack, but you go get it tailored to fit your body style. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's the same thing. The same thing you want to do with these irons. Um, he talked about you know if you're hitting your irons, you know certain distances. Some of the newer technology might gain you some some distance. Right. The, the newer, the newer, right, right. We all, we're, everybody wants to hit it longer, right? Exactly. Um, I, just, I need to hit it straighter. I don't really care about the distance. I just want to hit it at this point. If I can hit it straight, that'd be half the battle. That's um, what actually the, the little book that I read in the par plan <laughs> had talked about: how stop your obsession with distance and keep the ball in the fairway. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. So here, here's, I, I will I will read this one paragraph. Bringing endorsement from me. <laughs> it says finally one last reason why you why it does make sense to buy a new set uh, is that the technology and the loft adjustments have passed your current set by. So yes, so technology has changed. The, the uh, loft adjustments and stuff have changed from your current set. It makes them almost obsolete. It says many uh, many irons are stronger loft now than years past, which means that your six iron may have a similar loft to a newly released seven or eight iron. Yes. So and that can make a oh, that can yeah. make a big yeah. difference yeah. in the ego. The, iron, right. the, the irons I play the uh, <clears throat> Mizuno, I think. <laughs> JPX, what is it? Uh, hot metals, I think. Hot metal mm-hmm. pros. Yeah, they have "quote unquote" jacked lofts. They're lofts. Okay. Yeah. So um, right. everything goes like a, almost a club further. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Right. So that's why you hit a when I hit a when I'm hitting a seven mm-hmm. and you're hitting a nine. Right. I mean, that's not, I mean, that's part of it. Everybody <laughs> 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 part of it. Yeah. Then God give them the ability, yeah, but yeah, that's yeah, yeah, right. Yeah, yeah. Like, yeah. And I mean, yeah. if Vern's hitting a nine and LB's hitting a seven, I'm hitting a fair a five wood. <laughs> Basically, <laughs> yeah, but then again, it all comes down to who's on the who's on the green first, man. right? Yeah, that's yeah. true. That's and true. it's funny. So let's talk about that a little bit before we get to Patrick Reed. Okay. Speaking of, of fitting, because we were having this conversation because at our last round at Blue Mash, I had my old driver out, right? Because I was oh, and, yeah. and I was and I 
trying to remember. Like I had a ton of fairways with it. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and the, the new one that I had, it's like, I can't, I can't, I don't know which way it's, it's not even, I can't even count on the automatic kind of like left slice and like play to that. You know what I mean? Like <laughs> right. I don't know what it's going to do. The control is all. Cause remember late, mm-hmm. la- late, uh, summer 2019 with the new one, I, there would be times where I'd hook it right. Yes. I'm like, wow. Right. You, don't, I don't, know you don't do that. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Like, I don't know what the, but the, the, the loft on those two shafts are dramatically different. Mm-hmm. And I found that the shorter one, the, the, the old driver, I'm able to control it a lot exactly. better right. with yep. the shorter shaft. Yep. Yep. And that, you know, I'm, I don't, I don't know whether that's just because, so, when you're playing golf and you're trying to learn, we all know that the shorter the club uh, or the shaft or whatever, the easier it is to swing. I mean, we get better so with our wedges and our pitching wedge nine that, irons. That is the that is the myth. And yes. eight <laughs> faster than like a four iron. Yeah, you yeah, know what I mean. Yeah. It's usually easier yeah. to hit. You know, hit, hit those. And so, but it's probably because the, the club is shorter. Yes. Or, or, mm-hmm. or whatever. Unless yes. you're Bryson DeChambeau and you same. Oh my god, <laughs> same, same length. Every length. Length. They're all forty six inches. And so, um, so it got me thinking. Like, all right. What should I just continue with the old iron? I, I guess we all, we just concluded I should just get fitted. But should I continue mm-hmm. with the old the old uh, driver, uh-huh. um, or uh, like work with the new one and try to get better at that? And we just said you just get fitted and get some of that. Yeah, you know, I would say get fitted and let him let him or her determine which one you should use right. or something else. Yeah, but we and mm-hmm. but then that brought this conversation about the shorter shafts on yeah. the driver. Yeah. yeah, yeah, that was the part that got me. So. Prior to you saying that, I would have said, like, yeah, maybe get some lessons and try mm-hmm. to use the longer one. Take advantage of the distance. But mm-hmm. uh, there was a Golf Digest article out where I think it was readers submitted questions. Mm-hmm. Somebody said, hey, I heard pros use shorter shit. I don't know how this evaded me all these years. I've been following golf. Right. I legit didn't know. Uh-huh. I, I figured they use either, like, stock, maybe a few of them. But a lot of them use, like, 43 and a half, 44 mm-hmm. inch. Like, wow. not many of them are using 45, 45 and a half inch drive. Mm-hmm. And that surprised me. Ricky Fowler, everybody. Yeah. And they're still plenty long. Right, exactly. So, so the point here mm-hmm. is. Less technique is mm-hmm. always going to be it's always yeah. going to be more important. So yeah, so if a pro can shave, you know, if he's normally like three fifteen, and he can take like a half inch off and get like three oh eight average drives and mm-hmm. a, a greater deal of control, mm-hmm. of course he's going to take that. Yeah. Exactly. So I feel like yeah. we can probably do the same thing. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Yeah. So we'll Absolutely. see. It all ends in getting fitted anyway. And so yeah, I, th- I think um, God, maybe instead of like. No, I should take lessons. But I wonder if I should probably have all that included. And when I get a fitting right. and do the, do the lessons. Yeah, because that, that, yeah, it's a process. Once right. you do the lessons and then you then you can, once you get your swing comfortable to what you think it's, you know, I'll play, put it in quote, stable. Right. Because uh, <laughs> we're all just looking for stability at some point. Yeah, right. yeah, Consistency and stability. That's what right. we're trying to do. Right. Um, and then you, can, then you get fitted for, the, for your clubs and all that kind of stuff. And all, it all kinds of go together. Um, that's kind of what, even when I got fitted for my driver, we spent, I did a couple of lessons just hitting drivers, right. you know, just him, him fixing my swing as we were, as like we were trying hitting, to get the hitting different drivers. Right. And then we got it kind of narrowed down to like two or three. Okay. And then we kept hitting, kept hitting. He was still working on my swing the entire time mm-hmm. as we were, you know, interchanging different clubs and stuff. Right. Um, then he, then we got down to the one club and then he started changing the shafts on that particular club. It was like, okay, we've dialed it into this. Right. 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 Cause they, I, this was back when the, Taylor made what was the the M M one oh yeah maybe, M1 maybe before out. that yeah maybe like the R's when they yeah, like yeah, the R fifteen yeah, yeah. yeah. when they, they first came out because I was just gonna buy one off the rack yeah that's what I had planned to do then I was like yeah let me go talk to Brendan and we I could not hit that thing to save my life really that's yeah. how I ended up with the ping because the ping I could I was more, much more consistent with the ping than I was with that uh, Taylor made that's been a yeah. repeated thing for me too I cannot hit Taylor made clubs at all yeah yeah, yeah. a lot of people. <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I had that four wood, which I was killing for a while until mm-hmm. I broke it. Right. Um, and then I didn't, I never bought another one. I think even Aaron yeah. said that he had, uh, the recent, uh, tailor made, what was it? Um, uh, the R, the M1, the, or no, the M, M9, whatever the latest driver mm-hmm. was. I can't remember what the title is. I should know because mm-hmm. I have it. But the, the current one, he bought it and he found it too erratic and he had mm-hmm. to step back, I think, to the, oh, that was the M5. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So he had an M5 and he's like, oh, I had to put that down. I think he still has it. And he had to go back to the M3 because he was more consistent. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, yeah. So the temptation mm-hmm. is always to get, you know, the latest, by the latest, greatest, yeah. shiny new mm-hmm. thing because yeah. you see Jason Day on a commercial and you're like, oh, he got 10 more yards right. and knock it. <laughs> when it's like, honestly, but if you can hit the clubs you have or you can right. hit, you know, with what you've got, like yeah. just purchase what you can, what you, you know, yeah. can be consistent yeah. with, I guess. Yeah, because yeah, I've always wanted a Cobra driver just because I think they're cool. But, <laughs> but I just haven't bought one because, I, again, I need, need to get fitted it's for it. It's a good it, reason you know I mean? to get one at Browns, but. <laughs> <laughs> I like the way this looks. Right, so maybe exactly. the commitment yeah, is to yeah. get fitted and to, 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 to purchase and get what the 
pro suggest. But yes. the, the cool thing is most of them will say, okay, so I can fit you, but I didn't know what your budget is because mm-hmm. there may be a There's set of that irons too. that you can get, mm-hmm. but if it's out of your budget, you know, if you're not trying to yeah, spend yeah, yeah. $1,500 yeah. on right. a set, right. then I need yeah. to know yeah, what we're, we're not doing that. No, no. no. not in Brooks' household. We're not doing that. There's no not point 15. in doing that. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. 12 maybe, but not 15. Exactly. <laughs> so then, uh, yeah, so then there's that. Uh, let's move on. So we've got the Century Tournament of Champions uh, happening. At the time that we're recording this, it's not finished uh, just yet. Yeah. Uh, Xander Shoffley uh, in the lead. Um, tied. But a tie, tied. The tie there? Oh, no, I'm sorry. I'm sorry. Yeah, in the lead. Wait, okay. Well, yeah, yeah. Uh, 11 under, one. Justin Thomas, 10 under. Nice, by one. And uh, the big story really is Patrick Reed. You mm-hmm. know, the way he closed out uh, 2019 uh, and with, uh, was that the President's Cup or Ryder Cup? I, I don't, uh, president. That was President's President. Yeah. With President's mm-hmm. Cup. Uh, uh, action and then, <laughs> and then out there now. <laughs> what was that? The President's Cup where he had someone escorted off or his his yes, caddy, caddy got in somebody's yes, face. His caddy. caddy got suspended. Yeah, right. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. So you had that whole thing happening. Yep. Um, I was watching um, Golf Channel. It was been a sat- Saturday morning, um, December fourth. So the, the weekend of that tournament, right? And um, uh, Gary Williams, uh, some other guy, and Jaime Diaz was talking about it, and they made a comment because Patrick Reed played well that Friday. And the discussion was, you know, Patrick Patrick Reed deemed himself years ago a top five player. Yeah, and he mm-hmm. and he does play pretty well, you know, in a lot of situations. Yeah. And and um and and so they were talking about just from a, a fan standpoint, they think that Patrick Reed can draw people who aren't necessarily golf fans into watching golf. Mm-hmm. I don't think that's the case because I don't think, I don't so think he makes the news outside of like golf fanatics. One hundred percent disagree. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah. But what Jaime said, he said he doesn't believe that. But he does believe that he'll have marginal golfers and golf fans watching because a lot of people want to see him lose. Yes. And immediately I thought about the podcast and how much we down <laughs> yeah, Patrick Reed yeah. because he is a uh, he is a figure right. that's easy to not like. That's right. True. But, 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 uh, but what I don't understand with that comment is how do the people know they don't like him? You know what I mean? How was how the, the common person walking the street? How are they getting the information? Are you to, talking to, about somebody outside of golf? Yeah, right. Yeah. That's why we said we don't agree that. So Jaime okay. didn't yeah, say. That would, that yeah, Jaime yeah, didn't okay. say he would get the non-golfer watching. One of the other guys okay, said that. Okay. Not okay. Gary Williams, but the other dude. But uh, yeah, Jaime said you know he thinks that golfers who may okay. not normally yeah. watch a tournament yeah. will watch, watch if just, Patrick's yeah. in contention because they want to we'll see, see him lose. lose. Yeah. Oh, okay, I got yeah. you. Okay. And that makes sense to me because yeah. who at this table doesn't like to see Patrick lose? Yeah, we all like to see him. So sort of a reverse tiger effect, right? When you see him in there, it's like you want to tune in. You hope like you know. Cantley yeah. or Shoff- Shoffley catches up and, and beats him. Yeah, beats him. Because yeah. that year he won the Masters, I was disappointed because I think Tiger was in contention then, Ricky Fowler was. I remember mm-hmm. that. And when Patrick, I'm like, oh, don't yeah. tell me I feel like even the announcers were just like, <laughs> well, Patrick Reed won, so. Right. Even his fa- and the only people who root for him is his family, yeah. and they and he don't even talk to right, them. Right. He, no. he gets his parents right. escorted out of the deck. They shouldn't root for him. No. Ever. Yeah. This concludes our Masters coverage. I was thinking about uh, <laughs> happy for Patrick. For other sports that we... I'm trying to think who we hate, who we don't like, but yeah, we watch. People don't like to root for Tom Brady. Yeah, people who like Patriots. to hate watch. Yeah, Tom right. Brady's an easy one. Right. Anybody who wins, Jordan. At a, at a, for, that's the thing. For a yeah. lot of people. And honestly, yeah. that's that's literally the reason. Kobe. I don't mm-hmm. why I didn't root for Jordan because you know for me and my childhood mm-hmm. he always was winning. winning so I wanted right. to see yeah. someone Somebody take else. him down. Right. 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 Yeah. Right. And and for to be the way with the Yankees, I didn't like them because they was always winning. Always winning. Yeah. yeah. For a time. Yeah. For a time, LeBron. But LeBron did an interesting thing. People may still do it, but he did an interesting thing where he became the heel. Mm-hmm. During the you know <laughs> Miami years, right. turned it around because he won, and then came uh-huh. back, and now he's sort of like you know yeah, generally right. received very positively. But yeah, people mm-hmm. like to hate watch. So yeah. Yeah, casual <laughs> right. golf fan right. might jump in. This there. is America, and we do like to hate. Yeah, yeah. that's true. That's true. Part of our history. That's true. Actually, right. If we don't do nothing right in America, we know how to hate. <laughs> <laughs> but you mentioned that, uh, it wasn't Xander Shoffley. No, Patrick Cantley was mm-hmm. someone else it who was, had uh, Kevin, words Kevin Kisner yeah. about him about a yeah. year ago, right? Yeah, a year ago. What was those? quote if you, you, you got it you want me to read it i have it if you want to, oh good yeah, okay, good. okay. Yep. so this is we got well this was a post on zara golf which is on instagram uh it's a good good post to follow if you uh if you don't already uh so this is the quote uh it says they all hate him any guys that any guys that were on the team with him at georgia hate him and that's and that's the same uh same way at augusta augusta i'm sorry I don't know if they piss on him if he was on fire to tell you the truth. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> that was Kevin Kisner on Patrick Reed. <laughs> there was an article from uh what did you say last year? Um 
I'm looking at you, Vern. Yes. Oh, yeah. I'm yeah. sorry. <laughs> what happened? Article? Well, this, I've been paying yeah. attention. <laughs> now, can somebody look up um, uh, when Patrick Reed became a pro? Because it reminds me of this article mm-hmm. in 2015 where the tour players, there was some kind of um, some kind of survey or whatever. And the question was, uh, like, like the least likely person you like you if there was a hypothetical parking lot fist fight right uh-huh. who was the among your peers is the person you would not help <laughs> and everybody said Bubba Watson oh yeah really? I do remember that yeah. yeah yeah and so I was trying to um I was I was wondering why wouldn't they say Patrick Reed mm-hmm. Patrick Reed and so I was reading this article on um on uh, SB Nation and basically uh, they said so when ESPN prompted 103 players about this fight. Uh, it was Bubba Watson at number one over Patrick Reed by a good number. Right. And so I'm thinking, wait yeah, a minute. Like now remember, Bubba? they right. talked about, they talked to this with Bubba. Right. And he said that that really hurt him. Yeah. That he didn't know he wasn't right, that he liked. Wasn't liked. Right. 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 And I didn't either because there's nothing that you see with Bubba that makes you assume. I know he has, And I never even heard anything yeah. about it. I know, uh, the only thing I know about Bubba is I know like for the European, when he goes overseas, mm-hmm. he has a bit of the, the, you know, oafish American. Oh, okay. Sort mm-hmm. of, but that's for the European players. Internally, yeah. With the, excuse me, internally with players in the states, I mm-hmm. I didn't know that there well, was any. He is a bit of a he, he can be he's a whiner. Yeah, he can be he's a emotional. bit of a whiner. He's very, yeah, yeah, he's, yeah. Very, he's very and, emotional. Yeah, now, yeah. now, too, now you guys know about the rule thing that Patrick Reed had on Friday, right? For this tournament, for this tournament he's playing in now. The one is oh, the, what century? Did he do? Uh, yeah, yeah, century. yeah, I believe so. Yeah, yeah, it's, yeah, century tournament champions. Uh-huh. So like, only because Patrick Reed did this make news. Basically, it was mm-hmm. a, it was a par five, uh, yeah, par five fifteenth. Mm-hmm. Normal good, uh, first shot good, second shot found like a waste area, and mm-hmm. or, or like a native area, and he couldn't find it, and so people were looking for uh-huh. it, and it, it was determined. I guess when they ended up finding it, it was determined that the ball had been moved, but a volunteer had found the ball and moved, moved it. it. So a rules official came over, looked at the whole situation, uh-huh. and said, oh, okay, the volunteer moved the ball. It's okay. And he went on to make bogey. Okay. But they were saying in the article, they're like, only because it's Patrick, Patrick Reed, Reed. <laughs> did, yeah. did this, did this minor situation yeah. draw all this. So I can imagine, uh-huh. like, he hit it into the thing, and then he's over there looking for his ball, and then, like, six rules officials come over. <laughs> you got people with cameras looking. Uh-huh. No, he moved it. Like, <laughs> he's a cheater. Yeah. That's so funny. Yeah, um, yeah but it's just weird. Cause, but I'm just wondering, yeah. like, why? I wonder if they did that again now who would it be and I'm sure it would be Patrick yeah, Reed yeah. it would have to be Patrick yeah, yeah, Reed not, now it would have to be yeah, so Pat, I was thinking he, he turned he, pro in uh, 20, 2011 he just turned pro and so that was that was done what four yeah. years after he turned pro so maybe mm-hmm. people didn't yeah, have yeah. enough time but everyone knew he was a jerk even in college for That's the most true. part but That's you know true. sometimes the jerk if you don't, if you don't have, if it doesn't affect you it doesn't really matter right, you know right? Like, it takes a while to catch up to yeah. like now yeah. he's made the rounds on tour a few years Everybody's had a chance to play with him and realize, oh, I don't like this guy. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> <You're an> asshole. <laughs> There's some people you just don't want to play play yeah. with. I mean, you know, you show up and then you see Patrick Reed. Mm-hmm. You're like, Vern, you're like, no, don't want to play, yeah. don't want to play, don't want to play. I'll wait. Well, yeah. <laughs> yeah, you go. Yeah. Hey, I'm going to go ahead and withdraw. I've got yeah. back soreness. I'm not, not going to play. My back. My back is broken. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. Spinal, as uh, Mike Tyson once said. Uh, so, yeah, that was just very interesting to me. Yeah. And so we'll have more on the Kapalua. Thing. By the way, uh, when we went to Maui, uh, uh, is that, we, that's not the course you played, is it? No, no, no. Okay. We played the Grand Walea, but we went okay. up to Kapalua, okay. and okay. they didn't let either. No one was playing either one of the courses. Really? Yeah, mm-hmm. they were doing some construction and rebuilding some oh, things. Oh, yeah, because like they, they talked about doing the tournament. Some of the holes that they had they wide, redid? some of the fairways. Oh, really? And moved some stuff around. They talked about well because I watched the tournament. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah, yeah, oh, right. and by the way, so yeah, I, 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 pra- I practiced putting two days since the last show, okay. twice in the basement, okay. and I watched some of the round. Okay. Uh, okay. But yeah, and so we drove up to Kapalua and saw it, saw some of the mm-hmm. course. It was really really nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, but yeah, they they said it was we. Were, I was going to try to play it the, that next mm-hmm. day, but they were like, "No, nah, we're not letting anybody on because we're doing this and that and this and that." I wish you had played it so you could have come back and been like, "Hey, I, sh- I shot you know eighty one at Kapalua yeah. and like LB <laughs> start right. judging the pros." Right, right. I mean, I got a I got a par one fifteen. I don't understand how these guys did. They can't do it right. <laughs> I could probably play on tour with yeah, these I think guys. So. <laughs> All right, folks, that's golf DMV. We'll be back next week. <laughs>